jump right in, guys. Okay, so what exactly is this Shalom Bayis? Why is it so important? What's the deal? What, what's the, you know, the entire concept of Shalom Bayis? So, and why are we here today? That's really the question. So Baruch Hashem, we're all married, which is an amazing thing. It's an incredible thing. But, you know, how important is Shalom Bayis really? You know, it's, it's a good thing. It's an, how important is it? So a, this is one of, to me, it's the Gemara I think about all the time. and something which uh, hopefully directs my life. The Gemara in Shabbos gives us the cheat sheet. The questions when we get out to Shemayim, what Hashem is going to ask us. The Gemara says, first question is, Nasat v'nasat v'emunah, which literally means, did you do business properly? The next question is, Kavati tumatayra, did you learn tayra? Okay, that's the first two questions. The Gemara has more questions afterwards. Frek the Taz, we're all B'nai Yeshiva, we're all Yeshiva guys. What should be the first question we think when we get to Shemayim? Please read, ask the Kasha. No, Tyra, did you learn Tyra? That's, you know, that's what we hear all day in Yeshiva. Tyra, Tyra, Tyra. Why is the first question business? Dr. Taz, Bez Hashem is going for anybody who does any business. Dr. Taz, because if a person doesn't conduct his business properly, if he's not honest in his business, Hashem says, I'm not interested in your Tyra. That's why the first question we're going to ask is about business. What Shaykh Hashem buys? Dr. Chaim Vital Hashem, his Rebbe, that Rizal, this is in his Shari Kedusha, says a scary thing. He says, when he says, Masad, Masad, Muna, it's not referring to business. It's referring to your relationship with And not just any relationship, it's referring to a relationship between you and your wife. Which means that the first question we're going to be asking Gepi Shemaim is, how was, the lear- how was your relationship with your wife? And that's going to be before we're asked how our, how our learning was. That's a scary thing because we're spending all day learning. And Hashem says, if you don't have good Shalom Bayez, get back home and you know, I'm not interested in your learning. So that's a scary thing. But something important to keep in mind and something which you know, drives me every day, this Gemara, this idea. So one of the things we're going to try to do throughout the Chabur is to just discuss stories of G'daylam. You know, we talk about stories of G'daylam. Recently in Yeshiva, they, they uh, had a video of Rabbi Yashif. You guys saw the video of Rabbi Yashif? 100 it's years? Incredible. Crazy. Unbelievable. Crazy. You saw the video? I didn't, get to see, I didn't see the whole thing. Unbelievable video. Rabbi Yashif, amazing. But one of the tiniest guys had is that we're never going to get there. I mean, he's mamish sitting hours on end, which is true. And we have to learn how to apply the lessons. But one of the things, you know, we don't always do, we talk about G'daylam's we talk about G'dayim's learning. We don't always talk about G'dayim's how they lived and their Shalom Bayis. So one of the things we're going to try to do is G'dayim had unbelievable Shalom Bayis. So Shalom Zaman, Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, the stipe are amazing. We're going to try to talk about some stories from the G'dayim and bring out, you know, what we can learn from them. I'll just say two of my favorite, two of, one of my, many, many favorites, but two of my favorites are Rabbi Ruderman, or Shiva Meir Yisrael, who would never leave the house until all the dishes were done. He would make sure he never leave the house until the dishes were finished. And his wife knew that. His wife knew that Rabbi Ruderman wouldn't leave the house until they finished the dishes. So the Rebbitson once left the house and she didn't want to do dishes, obviously. You know, Ruderman, very busy, he was a, cra- a massive Adam Gadol and he had to give shear. So the Rebbitson puts up a sign on top of the window by the sink and she, and she writes, sink broken. Sink is broken. What can you do? Nothing doing. You can't do the dishes. She leaves the house. She says, okay, I got the Rosh Hashiva. She comes home. Dishes are all finished, stacked up nicely. She turns to Rosh Hashiva and says, I don't understand. I said, the sink was broken. What do you do? She said, what do you mean? I took him to the bathtub. <laughs> and I did this in the bathtub. If you care that much, if it's that important to you, then you figure a way to do it. One story with the Ruderman. Again, the Ruderman was like this massive guddle. He was a guy and he knew by culture, a cool about pet. That's a Ruderman. Another story is from Shlomo Zaman. One of my favorite stories is from Shlomo Erbach. When Shlomo Zaman Erbach gets up by the, by, when his wife is nifter, he gets up by the hespid and he says, the minute in client shows by a hespid, you ask Mechila from, from the nifter. Right? If you've ever been to Levaya, you see they get up and you ask Mechila if I did ever do anything wrong. So he says, my wife was just nifter. The minute I would ask him a chilah, but I don't have to ask him a chilah from her. Why? Because we lived everything up in and I did nothing wrong, and we never got into any machlekes. I don't have to ask him a chilah. It's like a crazy thing. You know, a person who lives up in can have the most incredible relationship where he doesn't have to ask him a chilah. 
Now, Talmudim went over afterwards and said, Rebbe, I don't understand. Like, we're never, like, we can't do that. Like, we argue with our wives all the time. Like, we're never going to get there. He said, you missed the point. I never said we never argued. He said, if you never argue with your wife, if you never disagree with your wife, then you're not having a conversation. If two people can live their whole lives and not disagree on anything, that something's wrong. How about that we disagreed? How about that we argued? But it was never personal. It was never machlekes. We loved each other. And we loved each other in a way that whenever we disagreed, we disagreed respectfully. That's something we have to come back to. You know, you're supposed to, you, know, you can't agree with everything your wife says. It's not supposed to be that way. But you never become personal. It's never machlekes. That's two stories of G'daylim. Hopefully we'll see as we go along different nights and different stories how we can learn from them. The Indian of Shalom Bayis gets uh, somewhat of an interesting... You know, when you're in yeshiva, you're all about Shalom Bayis. Sounds like a great thing. And then you get married and you're like, you know, what's, what's Shalom Bayis? What, what is this whole thing? So I want to just discuss a little bit of my background in terms of my history. Because, you know... I'm not a therapist, I'm not a rav, but the Bali Machshav bring down that ain't chachma kabal on which means that a person who experienced something, so now he could share his personal experience, he could tell you what it's like. So Baruch Hashem, it's Hashem, I've been married for three and a half years already, and we have one child, Baruch Hashem going on another one, it's Hashem, so we definitely have some experience in the things that Baruch Hashem, everybody here is going to be experiencing, you know, the ins and outs, the moving, the experience in Eretz pregnancy, need all these different things, hopefully we'll discuss, you know, personal experience and how we can go through with the most positive way. I got married three and a half years ago. Right before I got married, I love reading. I'm a big reader. I'm a big, you know, whenever I'm doing something, I try to learn as much as I could about it. So before I got married, I read as many books and Sfarim. That's when that shelf started. Before I got married, I was pounding books. It's one thing to read it before you get married. Once you get married, boy, is it a different experience. You know, you can read all the books in the world, but it's a different, just different experience. One of the things that I found with many of the books, a lot of good shown by his books, and we'll go, we'll recommend secular ones, many good Sfarim, a lot of them focus on the negative. A lot of them focus on, you know, what do you do when you said something stupid to your wife, which we all do. What do you do when you argue with your wife? Or you, you know, you have a machlaikis, you disagree, conflict, all these things. And that's important. It's important not to fight with your wife. These are important things. But more importantly than fighting is building a positive relationship. 90% or more of your relationship is going to be positive. It's going to be, how can I do more to become closer to my wife? And that's what I think, what this Chabura, the, the main goal of this Chabura is, you know, we'll talk about conflict, we'll talk about machlaikis, we'll talk about challenging the sayness. But the most important thing is, Oh, positive things we could do to build a better relationship. So that's one specific focus we're going to have in this Chabura, the positive things that we can do, and not just focus on the negative. And I remember we used to go to, right when we got married, we used to go to Chassas together. You know, we met my wife, maybe you know, what's her name? Um, my mother-in-law's friend, the marriage therapist. She's married to this table, right? So we went to her and we said, you know, we're a marriage therapist. We used, to, we used to go to everybody. We said, give us some marriage advice. No, well, you're a therapist, you've been, you've been in the game, let's get some advice. So right away she says, okay, so like when you're fighting or you disagree, this is what you should do. We said, Baruch Hashem, we're not fighting. Like, we don't, we're very good. We're, good. we're not fighting. We asked, like, give us some tips, like how we can grow, we can come closer together. And she said, oh, that, that's so nice, but that's what you're asking for. So like automatically, when you tell people about Shalom Bayis, it sounds like, oh, you're fighting, what are we doing? People are embarrassed, like I'm working on my Shalom Bayis. It's the craziest thing. I'm working on my Shalom Bayis means uh, that this is the most important thing in my life and that's what I'm going to be working on my entire life. That's a, that's a chash for that we have to be magish right now. That, you know, the Indian of Shalom Bayis is not just going to be about, you know, uh, not fighting, but it's going to be about building a positive relationship. So it happens to be my wife also felt this is a very important thing, you know, learning about Shalom Bayis and going through these things together. So we actually spent a long time going through it together, to Svarim. And my wife put, put together a curriculum that she teaches seminary girls now um, about Shalom Bayis. You know, about uh, the differences between men and all the things that we'll discuss. The differences between men and women, you know, communication, you know, date nights, all these things are things that, you know, we, worked, we went through together. She actually, uh, you know, she said that a few Rabbanim, they uh, gave us scum on the, on the thing. 
So definitely my wife is a very important piece of this uh, Shalom Bayes thing. It comes from my wife and many things we learned together and we experienced, you know, we did these things together. So what does Shalom Bayes mean? What does it mean? You know, when you think of Shalom Bayes, what, what do you think of? When I ask you, you know, Shalom Bayes, how, do you, how would you right away, how do you translate Shalom Bayes? You know, what would you say? Right away. Harmony in the home. Not bad. Good vibes. Good vibes. Good. I like that. Good vibes. Harmony in the home. Very good. It's funny because, yeah, let's hear Ben. Yeah, Shalom. I'm, going with Khan. I like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Getting through a challenge today. Wow, we've got some experience. We've got some uh, serious exactly. experience already. Uh, four months only. Four, you know? Hey, who has more? more. Chaim is okay. So Chaim's uh, very impressive. <laughs> very Chaim, very impressive. <coughs> when you look at let's say the secular books, so really the word Shalom Bayis translates as what does Shalom mean? We talk about peace, peace in the house. So people right away think Shalom Bayis means we're not fighting. Shalom Bayis means we have a great house. We don't fight. That's a little translation. Peace in the house. Let me tell you something. If that's a Shalom Bayis man, we'd be in big trouble. You know, people could live for 20 years, 30 years together, not fight. They're good people, but they just don't say a word to each other. And that's not what Shalom Bayis means. I'll bring you a few rides. That's not what Shalom Bayis means. The uh, Ram brings down that the end of Hilchas Chanukah, he brings down that Kola Tera Kula Nitna El Shalom Ba'ilam. That the entire purpose of the Tera is to make Shalom in the world. Now, the purpose in this world is not just to uh, not fight. That's not what we're here for. We're not here just to you know, sit all day and just not fight. That's not, that's not what Shalom means. Camping, just camping. The Gemara in Yuvamis, one of the most important Gemaras in Yuvamis for Shalom Bayis, which we will have to see together. The Gemara brings down, it's about Bayes of Bayes. Who has the, what do you say? Oh, sure. Who has the, right, does anybody have the... Sipsi Chaim on Reb Chaim Friedland or Shalom Bayis? I saw a little bit. Yeah, it's risky? Yeah. It's risky safer. Yeah, it's risky safer too. No, it's not safe. Learn to everybody. Yeah. This is highly recommended. This one and Reb Bulba's Kuntra Dach Hassan were two very highly recommended Svarim. This is good. Very good. This is good. I stopped. I don't know why. Where did you buy it? It's in Hebrew. They have it in English now. They have it in English now. They have it in English now. I used to learn it every week. With the Reb Tzvi? With the Reb Tzvi? With the but then I. Only before you got married though. After you got married also? So yeah, well, I mean, we'll, we'll go through a lot of it. It's unbelievable. It's, it's, unbelievable. it's unbelievable. It's called Viadata Kishalom Allah, which really means... Where do I buy this? In the Mir's Farm Store? Farm store. I need to buy it. That's where it is. The Mir's Farm Store. In English? They have an English one. Ask them. Called Tranquility, you know? They should know where it is. Yeah, he brought that English one. It's called Viadata Kishalom Allah, which really means you know that there's peace in the house. Where is he coming from? A Gemara Nivamis. The Gemara Nivamis brings down, Sanach Bezim and Bez. Sure, you heard these words before, and don't forget them. You love your wife like yourself, and you respect her more than yourself. On him, we say the pasuk. That's when we apply the pasuk of You know, there's peace in your house. So, the Gemara is telling us that if you love your wife more than yourself, like yourself, and you respect her more than yourself. That's when you know there's peace. If peace just means not fighting, then just don't fight and we'll know there's peace in your house. Peace doesn't just mean we're not fighting. Shali means something more than that. Okay, so what does Shali mean? So like Chaim said, much better. It doesn't just mean peace. Harmony. Harmony, unity. What do these words mean? Harmony and unity mean that we have two people coming together with a shared goal. We're in this together. Everything in life, like Revolva said, before we're married, it's all about I. I, I, I. Now that we're married, it's not just I anymore. It's all we. We are doing this, we are doing that. 
That's the idea of Shalom Bayit. So Shalom means that everything we do is going to be together. The morale says Shalom comes from the of shit, Shalom, whole, complete, Shlemus. We talk about we're all trying to become Shalom. So that's what Shalom Bayit means. It means that together with our spouse, we're trying to grow together to become, to become whole, become unified together. So that's what we're going to be working on together. We're going to be working on discussing different things that we could do. How do we work on that? To become one together. It sounds like a very nice thing. To become, you know, shalom together. It's a beautiful thing. What exactly does that mean, shalom together? So I'm just spend a few minutes, bring out a few points and a few uh, stories from Gedolim. That Gedolim taught us that the Ikra Shalom bias is not just, you know, like we said, avoiding conflict and not arguing. And when your wife says something, you tell her she's right. It's important. That's not what the Iker is. The Iker is that spending your entire life building, focusing, and making your priority, working to Shalom Bayis. Somebody came to Rav Shach, and they told Rav Shach, you know, he was discussing, just had a baby, he wanted to know what to name his child. So he told Rav Shach, he had a few names, my grandson, my great uncle. Shach said, what about your wife? Like, what about your wife? Your wife doesn't care? He's like, yeah, my wife has a great grandfather. My wife said, it's fine, like, if we name him on my side. Rav Shach said, yeah, but your wife said, like, it would be nice if, whatever, she, it would be nice. She, so we told Shach, but my wife said she doesn't care. Zakir of Shach. Shalom Bayis doesn't just mean, yeah, like, if it's gonna, my wife's going to get upset, I don't do it. Shalom Bayis means that whatever I could do to enhance the Shalom Bayis, I'm going, I'm going for it. That's it. And Zakir of Shach, name it after the wife's side. When we give a bracha to Hassan and Kala, what do we say? Binyan Adeyad. They should build a Binyan Adeyad. A bias, which is everlasting. Binyan. But what does it mean to build? You know, we were in Ramada school. We see building all the time. Building is a process which you do forever. You're constantly building. Binyan, that means I'm always going to be building. You know, like one of our babes said originally, you know, when you go through your studies in the beginning of your marriage, challenges, everybody goes through those, you know, those challenges. Said, Imagine those Tama buildings. You see, you go outside, you see these Tama buildings, they don't look so nice from the outside. When you go through the process, it looks very ugly. So that's sometimes what Shalom Bayes looks like. That's sometimes what it looks like. You're building, but it's difficult, it's challenging. He says, afterwards, three, whatever, you'll t- see how long it takes. You have this gorgeous building. The difference is that, you know, in a town building, they finish after four years. In a marriage, you're never finished. You know, after a while, you build the basic, you know, you're settled, you're comfortable, but you're always adding. You know, you're going to make a nicer le- fixture, you're going to make a nicer this. Bayes, you always have to be adding. Somebody came to the stipler, you know, the, the Raman brings down that if a person could either light Neris Hanukkah or Neris Shabbos, he has one candle. So which one do you light? So the round brings down, you should light Nerish Shabbos. Because the Gemara says Nerish Shabbos are for Shalom Bayis. So somebody came to the stipend and he said, my wife told me that we have one Nerish, but she told me to light Nerish Hanukkah. She's okay. We don't need, we have electricity in the house. She doesn't need Nerish Shabbos. She told me to light Nerish Hanukkah. So the stipend said, when you saw the Gemara, and the Gemara said, it's really Gemara the round is coming from. The Gemara says you light Nerish Shabbos first. You thought the Gemara was talking about a couple who's fighting? Gemara's not talking about a couple who's fighting. Gemara's talking about a couple who's living for 50 years happy together. Zakti Gemara, 50 years into your marriage, Shalom Bayis comes first. Prioritize, do something which is going to increase your Shalom Bayis. One more part, you know, one more point. They were, uh, many of the Gedalim said this point. A few weeks ago, as Parsha, we had that HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes to Avram, or the Malachim come to Avram, and they ask, where is Sarah? And Avram says, she's in the tent. Frekt Rashi, understand, the Malachim knew where she was. Why'd have to ask? Zakti Rashi, because they wanted to... Sh- Show Avram that her husband, that Sarah was Bitsnias, to make that Sarah should be beloved to Avram. Yes, they're doing something to show, to show Avram how special his wife was. Frekt, Rosham Shalom, Hirsch, Frekt, Rosham Shalom. I don't understand. They're married for 75 years at this point. They're married for a long time. You think Avram needed it? The Territz is, yes, after 75 years of a marriage, it could be Avram Ravinu. That's what we got to work on. That is what we're here for. That's what we got to work on.
So, you know, we're, we're still in the beginning. We're still in the first uh, months. And I'm in the first, you know, still months. In the 40 months of marriage. But that's, what, that's the priority. That's what we're focusing on. That's what we got. That is what we got to do. Just, uh, there's a... You know, I, I found this vart. Uh, it changed my, changed my marriage, changed my life. You know, and hopefully it will make a big impact. The Gemara Nivamit says that you, we ask a chassan and kala right when they get married, matzah maitzi. What does that mean, matzah maitzi? The Gemara says, Shabbos and Yivamis, yeah. The Gemara says, what's matzah maitzi? The Gemara says, there's one pasuk which says, matzah isha matzah taif. And another pasuk says, loy maitzi isha marmi maves. So we're asked the chassan, were you matzah? I Meaning, do you get the best thing in the world? Or maitzi, there's nothing worse than a bad wife. So Frech didn't see this, and see this has also brachas in Gatsuri, so Frech didn't see this, I don't understand. When should we ask a guy this question, did you find a good wife or a bad wife? Six months into their marriage, a year, two years, three years. Why are we asking him on his chasana, matzi or maitzi? He doesn't know yet, he has no idea. How is he supposed to know? And I assume that when you get married, uh, you think you're getting the best wife in the world, you know? So who's going to say maitzi? Who's going to say I found somebody terror? Zagti Nesiv is a, a, a fascinating shot. He says, Matza Maitzi is an attitude. Matza is a lashon of past. Matza Isha Matza Tov, we asked the Chatzin, when you got married, you have two options. You can either get married and say, this is my wife, and I'm committed for the rest of my life to prioritize my relationship and to build my marriage. That's one way to live. Then, Matza Isha Matza Tov, you're going to have the best relationship in the world. Maitzi is a lashon of now, right now. I'm old. Maitzi is present. It means I got married because when I was dating, I liked her. But guess what? Tomorrow, I'll look around somewhere else. Maybe there's going to be somebody better. The next day, there'll be somebody better. That, says the Gemara, even if the person says, I love my wife, now she's the best in the world, tomorrow or the next day, when you're, you know, when you're having a bad day, it's not going to end well. So that's a, a massive thing to recognize. You know, in your marriage, sometimes you'll have those moments where like, you don't know what's, what's good. Like, what am I doing? If you recognize, oh, this is, you know, this is where I'm supposed to be and this is what Hashem wants, it's going to be the most incredible, most amazing thing. It's a scary Gemara. That's you know, it. The Gemara Tzadjan says the reason why Kaddish Baruch made that women don't look alike, the women look differently, is so that I don't go to, over to a random woman and say, oh, you're my wife. So that's how made that ladies look different. Frek the Yavitz, I don't understand. If they all look the same, so why would I want a different woman? Why would I just want to stay with my wife? That's the Yavitz's cash. Right? It's a good question. If everybody looks exactly the same, why am I running after someone else's, why am I running after someone else's wife? So the Yavitz is a scary thing. It says the Yavitz, they all look the same. But I think to myself, my wife, you know, she just started crying. She's not in a good mood. My wife's the only one who cries. That life, she always looked happy. I always see her on the street on Paran, she always looked happy. I, she looks the same. But yeah, but she's, gonna, she's happy. I never see her crying. She's always, when I go to their house for Shabbos, look, it's always amazing. Shalmai is sick. I want to marry her. I don't want to marry my wife. It's a scary thing. It's a scary thing we have to recognize. You know, whenever you're, hopefully, you see people in public, hopefully they act properly. You know, sometimes, unfortunately, you know, there's stories that just people in public can't behave themselves. And they'll say, you know, it's a scary thing sometimes to see. When you keep your eyes and ears open wide, even in public sometimes. Unfortunately, people can't control themselves. But hopefully, usually you see the good side of people when they're in public. But you don't see in private. Everybody's going through the same decisions, the same challenges. And we have to recognize, if we, go that, if we go in with this attitude that we found the right one, and this, we're going to work hard, it's going to be the most incredible, most amazing thing. Just want to end off because you know, uh, the day is short. I want to just end off with two quick points from the parsha. And again, this conversation is a beautiful Paneach Raza. Paneach Raza was one of the Baliyat Taisis. 
and he writes like this. This is about Shabbos. Shabbos Kodesh. We'll talk about. We'll have a special. We'll talk specifically about Shalom Bayis on Shabbos. Special thing. You know, on Shabbos, a lot about Shalom. It's a lot about making peace. A lot about peace. Shabbos is a special time to work on your Shalom Bayis. Paneach Raz and what Bali Tzis writes in Kiddush we say, Ois he li oilam ki. If you take the first letters of those words in Kiddush, it spells Aholecha, which is this pasuk biyodatik Yisham Aholecha, that Shabbos Kiddush is the greatest time to work on Shalom Bayis. Why? What's the pasuk Shabbos? Shabbos is a good time to work on Shalom Bayis. No phones, no technology, just time together. One of the greatest chills. You know, sometimes couples throughout the week, you're, you're learning, she's working, you're, you have your phones, you could really go through a week sometimes, unfortunately. We'll talk about date night. Date night I mean, in, our, in our marriage is a mini Shabbos, an amazing thing. Three hours of Shabbos. What do you say? Every Shabbos? Every week. Every week we, have, uh, we go out three hours without, you know, without phone, without technology. It's just spending time together. We'll talk about it as a Shem. It's uh, one of the Yusaitis that we all have to work on. But that's Shabbos. Shabbos is the time you have, you have no choice. You know, couples throughout the week, you can think you'd have good Shalom Bayis because, you know, we say hi to each other, we eat lunch together, but we don't, get, we don't even have to talk. Shabbos, you're stuck together. And again, it's beautiful to have couples. You will have to mix with this. We have to make sure, you know, and you will. I'm sure you spend time with your wife. So that's Shabbos Kodesh, special time. We're going to work on Shalom Bayis. There's another beautiful pshat in this week's parasha. The Pasuk talks about by Yehuda. The Pasuk will go through the... Different brachas that Yaakov gives to, all, to his different children, and the bracha that gives to, that Yaakov gives to Yehuda. One of the brachas that Yaakov gives to Yehuda is that his teeth should be white from milk. What exactly does that mean? Teeth should be white from milk. So Rashi brings down. Rashi says it means he's going to have a. The, the lashon of the pasuk is. Your teeth are going to be right from milk. So Rashi brings down, it means he's going to have a lot of wine, a lot of milk, he'll have a lot of money to support these things. So Dr. Pam, beautiful, beautiful pshat. The Gwaran Ksuba says that white from milk means, his teeth are going to be white from milk means that a person has, the Gwaran Ksuba says, a person who has a beautiful smile, we say his teeth are white like milk. The Gwaran Ksuba says that a person who smiles at somebody else is even greater than giving the person a thousand dollars. You give a guy a thousand dollars with a grumpy face, okay, it's a nice thing. You just give this guy a smile, change his day. And you see these guys' beautiful faces, you see their smiles, it makes, can make a person's day. Massive, it's a huge thing. Zakhtar of Pam, Yehuda was a leader in Christ, he was a melech, he was a king. King's job, everybody's looking up to the king, he's the leader. A king's job, Zakhtar of Pam, even though he's not necessarily always feeling it. Yaakov is telling Yehuda, your job is, you're going to be a leader, people are going to be looking up to you, you always have to be smiling, you have to give them your smile. Chassan Daim Lamelech, everybody hears. Chassan. We'll talk about it. Shalom Zaman says Shadow Shan is not just the first year, it could be three, four, it could be the rest of your life. Yeah, so everybody hears a Chassan. You know, the Shalom Zaman says Chassan can last three, four years, it could be your whole life. And you're a Melech, you're a king, king of your house. The Ram brings down, it's a scary thing. I think it's one of the hardest avoiders in life. The Ram brings down that one of the responsibilities of a husband is to be happy. It's pretty, you know, guys in Yeshiva ask, oh, learning so hard. I said, I think the hardest thing is to come up with a smile on your face. It's not always an easy thing. It's difficult. The Ram says the of the husband. So one of the things we could work on this week, you know, try to go throughout the Chabur, it's got to be practical. We have to, we have to, we have to be growing together practically. Something to work on is, and I try to do this before I come home. We'll go through different gedel and different haggis. It's amazing. You know, Rudess used to have his comb. You know, Rudess's comb. Shlomo Zaman also used to brush his hair. He's looking in the mirror, brush his hair before he came in. He said, "I'm about to greet the shkina. I'm about to greet my wife. Make sure I look nice." And this is a good dialogue, you know. So if we're getting, if, if we're careful to get dressed, you know, when we go outside, we have to make sure we're getting dressed when we come inside, also. For our wife. But to make sure, you know, 
ever, you should pick a spot. This is what I do. I pick a spot outside the house, whether it's your front door or when you get to the steps. Before you walk in, take a second. Whatever else happened, yeshiva, whatever, you know, you're not necessarily in the best mood. Put on a smile on your face. Elevator shaft. Elevator shaft. You meet each other. Give, yourself a, give each other a smile. And it makes a world of a difference. Positivity is contagious. And even when you're not feeling it, they did a crazy study. They made two people watch a movie. Two, two sets of people watch a video. They both watched the movie. One, peop, one, one set of people just watched it regularly. Another set of people watched with a pencil in their mouth. Like this. So they had to smile. And they asked, them to rate how, they asked them after to rate how funny the movie was. And the people who were smiling the whole time, they all rated it that it was a funnier movie. What's the shot? Automatically, the person smiles, it's going to put them in a better mood. So that's one thing hopefully you guys are going to work on together before we get home this week. Put on a smile on your face, even when you're not feeling it. And it's going to make the world of a difference, Mazer Shem.